0: If you're looking for a new Bible study to start off the new year, can I recommend the Gospel-Centered Life Studies? If you go to the New Growth Press website, you'll find lots of options to choose from. You can study biblical books like Ruth or Jonah, or biblical topics like Christian living, Christian community, or Christian parenting. Each of these 8-12 to week studies leads you into God's Word and into His grace, and they're ideal for individuals or for groups. To learn more, search for Gospel-Centered at NewGrowthPress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with the family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible, and today, I get to welcome back my friend, Tim Kazi. Tim is the founder and executive director of Frontline Missions International, which has served to advance the gospel in some of the world's most difficult places for over 25 years. Tim has traveled to more than 80 countries, reporting on the state of the church, from former Iron Curtain countries to war-torn Bosnia, Iraq, and Afghanistan. You may know Tim from the DVD documentary series, Dispatches from the Front. He's also the author of a book of the same name and a brand new book that's just come out called A Company of Heroes, Portraits of the Gospels Global Advance. I recommend both those books to you and the DVDs. But Tim, it's just great to have you on the podcast.
1: Thanks, Jim. It's great to be back.
0: Thank you. What verse do you have to share today?
1: Matthew 13, verse 44. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure buried in a field that a man found and reburied. Then in his joy, he goes and sells everything he has and buys that field.
0: I love this verse. I'm so glad you chose it. I want to hear why you chose it. Tim, what's the story here with this verse in you? Well,
1: uh, several years back, I I began to get serious about studying the kingdom parables, and Mm -hmm. and so many of them are in this chapter in Matthew. And a, a friend reminded me that the king is telling us what his kingdom is like. Hmm. So we should listen. And um, so if, if, uh, if anyone knows what their kingdom is like, it's, it's our king. Hmm. And so I, I just began to study these parables in, in earnest. And I, I love parables like the mustard seed and the leaven, in which we are reminded of the surprising growth of the kingdom and that the kingdom is all about expansion. And then the leaven is, is this constant reminder to me of the quiet, pervasive influence of the kingdom. And the kingdom of Christ is this worldwide, global, borderless kingdom, and as he is gathering men and women to himself from every tribe and people and nation. So, mm. um, so there, there's so much in this passage, and then we come to this, parable of the treasure in the field. And I, I think about so many aspects of this. Uh, this man finds the treasure and <laughs> makes sure it stays tucked away. And then he he is off <laughs> and he is off to sell everything that he has. And I just imagine, I, I just imagine what it was like for his neighbors when a for sale sign goes up in his front yard and he's, he's pulling junk out of his garage and he is selling everything he has <laughs> everything to buy that field and for those on the outside looking at this he must have seemed like a crazy man but he he knew something he knew something that they did not know hmm. uh, and uh and so I, I i love that um i love to, to read about his just joy in what he's doing i mean you would think it would be like tearing him apart to be like selling all of his stuff but it's just like no it's just like it's for him it's like nothing hmm. uh, by comparison to the treasure that he found, so it's a beautiful it's a beautiful passage, and in so many ways to, to to turn it around and look at it. Uh, but I I am also thinking about the people that have would have seen this on display and, and thought uh, he's he's crazy, he's mad, he's lost it.
0: That's exactly what we would be thinking if we saw this. So let me read this passage again. We're looking at Matthew chapter 13. That's the chapter that has the parables that you were referring to, the kingdom parables. Matthew 13, verse 44. I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure buried in a field that a man found and reburied. Then in his joy, he goes and sells everything he has and buys that field. Hmm. So it's always a good thing to go back and ask. Okay, what does this passage teach us about God? So, how would you answer that question?
1: Well, I would. Uh, I would summarize what we see in the Book of Hebrews that Jesus is better, and what we see in Revelation five, Jesus is worthy. Um, he is. He is the exceedingly great treasure, the pearl of, of greatest price, and he is the treasure in a field. So uh, he is better than all the treasures of the world and all of our own personal treasures. And this this parable just keeps pointing me to him.
0: And if he is supremely valuable, then selling everything, giving everything to have him, it's not loss. It's gain.
1: Mm -mm. Yes.
0: Right. So Tim, how have you found this verse has affected you on a heart level?
1: Well, one of the things that strikes me about this particular parable is that it is not passive. Mm -hmm. There is action. There is urgency, there is risk, and there is joy. Hmm. Now, salvation is, is God's work from start to finish, right. by his grace and his power alone. But living out that gracious work is not half-hearted. Hmm. And this man, was there was nothing half-hearted about, about this man who found treasure in a field. And, um, and I see that, that spirit of full-heartedness, of engagement, of the, uh, you know, the, the, the carpe diem of, right. of Christianity, that uh, we are living out this life for the glory of God every single day. And it is not a half-hearted venture, and it is, not a, it is not a passive life. It is a life of, of action and urgency and risk and, and, and joy.
0: This is what we see modeled in our Lord throughout his life. He served others and headed straight and unswervingly toward the cross. And so we follow, we follow him. Mm -hmm. Yes. Tim, thanks for this reminder. Would you close our time by praying this verse for our listeners today?
1: Yes. Lord Jesus, you are indeed um, our treasure. Please forgive us for, looking at our stuff and our plans and getting our eyes off of you and forgetting about uh, the un- untold joy uh, that we have in you. Uh, keep our focus upon you. Uh, keep us living full heartedly as just as you uh, gave all for us. Um, may we give all for you as we live out the grace at work in our lives through the power of your spirit. We thank you and we love you. In your name we pray. Amen.
0: Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.